By now, we're all accustomed to seeing ads following us everywhere we go online. Go and look at a pair of shoes on a site, check out a couple of other sites, but don't buy anything. Of course, when you log into Facebook or Instagram or you go on YouTube or Gmail, what are the ads that you see? Of course, they're for the shoes. Remarketing, retargeting is everywhere. Everyone knows about it, but what many businesses don't know is that there are different ways to use it. In this podcast episode, we're gonna go through five ninja remarketing, retargeting strategies with examples. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm Head Ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency. We help our clients generate more leads and sales through their website. And this episode is all about helping you to do exactly that using remarketing. The principle behind remarketing is so simple. You install a pixel on your website, which allows an ad platform to track who visits it. An ad platform like Facebook or Google or any of the other kind of third-party platforms out there. This ad platform through the pixel collects your website visitors into audiences which you can then run ads to. So let's say that you run the shoe website. You wanna run ads to people who've been on a particular page where they've looked at a certain pair of shoes. You can then run ads following up with them, driving them back to your site. Now, as an advertiser, you can segment the audience of people that come onto your site using different criteria. For example, you might say to an ad platform that we wanna run ads to people who visited my site more than 30 days ago, but less than 60 days ago. Or you might want to target people who've hit your basket, but they didn't hit the checkout thank you page, i.e. they put stuff in their shopping basket, but they didn't finish the checkout. There are loads of different ways that you can use remarketing and it's really changed the game for loads of businesses because what it essentially allows you to do is get a second bite at the cherry. If someone doesn't buy the first time around, you get a chance to bring them back onto the site. As ad traffic and organic search is more and more competitive and it becomes more difficult to get people onto your site in the first place, having this opportunity to go back to them and advertise to bring them back onto the page is really what it's all about. You might spend a huge amount of money getting someone to the site, and if you're relying on them buying on that first visit, that might be tough for user ROI. But if you can get them back onto the site much more cheaply later on, then that's when you can make up that. But not all remarketing is equal, and there are different ways to use it, as we're gonna see. So we've got five tactics for you today. The first tactic is what we're calling the brand awareness bomb. This is the simplest and most crude way to use remarketing. Basically, anyone who visits your site sees your ads. So whilst this lacks the sophistication of the other tactics we're gonna look at, just showing your ads to everyone who comes onto your site does give your audience repeated exposure to you. We know this principle, right? If you've ever noticed when you've just bought a new car and you're driving it home, all of a sudden you notice thousands of that same car on the road. Is this because you're a super influential car trendsetter? Probably not. This is actually known as the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, also called the frequency illusion. Here's the reality. If at some point a customer is gonna be choosing between buying from you and your competitors, if they've been seeing ads for you, then you're gonna have that relative familiarity and that's gonna have impact. If they've been seeing your ads everywhere online during the buying cycle, 
you're going to feel like the safe option because familiarity is one of the most powerful forces in marketing. Now, just because this remarketing tactic isn't particularly sophisticated doesn't mean it doesn't have its place. We'll sometimes use this strategy when we have a client that has relatively low website traffic because as soon as you start segmenting your audience into little groups, if you don't have enough website visitors in total, what can happen is you don't get enough impressions on the ads for these little segments. So grouping everyone into one kind of bucket means that you can drive enough impressions to start getting results. Tactic number two is when you're remarketing just to non-converters. So this is all about targeting people who visited your site but haven't converted, i.e. They haven't become a purchase, they haven't become a lead. So we're starting to get a little bit more sophisticated, but it's still pretty straightforward to understand, pretty straightforward to set up. The intention is someone comes onto your site, they browse around, they don't take an action, we add them to a remarketing audience. We only take them out of that remarketing audience if they haven't completed a conversion, so been on some sort of thank you page or been through a smart goal, the equivalent of that. But if they haven't been through to your thank you page, then it means that they haven't checked out, they haven't become a lead. So by making this audience more targeted, i.e. removing people that have purchased, we can make the ads more targeted. We can say things to them like, hey, why didn't you buy? Obviously in a more sophisticated way than that, but here, have a discount code or look at these other products which people who are interested in these things might look like or maybe here's a testimonial from someone that we've worked with. So remember that the more tightly focused your audience is, the more narrowly you can target your message. And the more narrowly you can target your message, the more likely it will be to resonate. One of our clients that we use this tactic on makes industrial ball bearings, the world's finest no less. Not the most sexy of products you might be thinking, but here's something that is sexy. Cost per acquisition of £4 when we show remarketing ads to a website visitor that hasn't yet purchased. Given that these orders can be seriously sizable, maybe you're now thinking that ball bearings are a little bit more sexy, but hey, trust me, you're not going to compete with these guys. Targeting non-converters actually removes one of the most annoying remarketing experiences, which is when you've just bought something and you're still seeing the ads for it. You can't buy another one yet, so what's the point of those ads showing? So by removing this audience, you remove that kind of annoyance factor. In our fourth tactic, we are going to look at a time when you might want to run ads remarketing to purchasers, but we'll come back to that in a minute. Tactic number three, I've called as step two in a content targeted ad campaign. I can't really think of anything more sexy than that. Possibly the info boomerang or something like that. Anyway, I can't think of a catchy name. Let me talk you through an example to illustrate exactly what I mean. So one example of a client that we're doing this for right now is a business that sells premium pet food. This is a really competitive space because basically once people find a food brand that their pet likes, they tend to stick with it. Otherwise, the cat leaves home and the dog stops talking to them, right? So what this means is that pet food brands are willing to invest a lot of money to get that customer in the first place because they know that the lifetime value is going to be high. So running ads for these sorts of terms like premium pet food on Google or premium dog food or premium cat food is incredibly competitive. You also tend to get a very low click-through rate because there are so many other advertisers bidding on those terms. That obviously means you have to increase your bid and just makes the whole thing a lot more expensive. 
But let's just use an example. If you type in premium dog food on Google, it's likely that many, if not all of the advertisers on that page are running those ads at a fairly significant loss on the first purchase. And for our client, when we started doing this at the beginning of the campaign, we're getting a cost per sale of around £35 for an average order value of £27 in this case. So they're losing money. They're not losing massive, but we still wanted to do better than that. So the challenge that our PPC team set themselves was how could we find cheaper traffic, but that is still targeted? What we decided to do was run traffic to content pages instead. So rather than driving people to the product page for the dog food, we'd run them through to a blog post or a content piece. For example, one of the products that they sell helps dogs stop itching. Okay, so if you've got a dog with itchy fur or itchy skin, salmon oil can really help them. So we had a piece of content on the site called how do I stop my dog itching and we ran ads to that piece of content when someone searched on Google for how do I stop my dog itching. Now these ads didn't need to be salesy because this wasn't someone who was looking to purchase. This was someone who has an itchy dog they're looking for how do I stop my dog itch? And we've got an article all about how to stop your dog itching. So we're not having to do a massive amount of sales here. These ads get a huge click-through rate, over 15%, because very few other advertisers, in fact, nobody is advertising for terms like this because they're informational, they are question terms, they're not a product purchase term. This obviously means that the cost per click is really cheap, like 10% of the cost of a commercial keyword. So we've got this great click-through rate, we've got a really low cost per click, because why would anybody advertise for a term like how do I stop my dog itching? But the blog content actually gives them the answer to this question and starts positioning the product as the solution. Some people read the blog post and immediately convert. Not enough for the strategy to make money if we stopped there though. So what we do then is we run remarketing to the visitors of these pages on Facebook and Google across Gmail, YouTube, Instagram, Google Display Network. We know that this person has an itchy dog, so they are a great potential customer. So when we run our retargeting ads and remarketing ads to them with a product focus, hey, this product helps itchy dogs, we get conversions at around a third of the cost of acquiring them just by going straight away to Google and targeting commercial terms. So you can see how this kind of two-step ad approach that works across different ad channels, step one, driving someone to the site using an informational term, or you could run the same sort of strategy on Facebook, driving people to a blog post and then retargeting them to get the commercial visit after that. You can see how this is a way of monetizing lower cost keywords on Google and lower cost traffic on Facebook. Remarketing tactic number four is targeting repeat purchases. So for businesses where there is a repeat purchase element, running remarketing ads to coincide with the time period that people might be ready to buy again can make a lot of sense. If we go back to the pet food example, if we know for example that our clients customers buy from them on average every 60 days, we can start advertising to purchasers after 45 days to prompt them to make the next purchase. Obviously, this is gonna be a much smaller audience, but because they've already bought once, we know they're really qualified. So we're happy to go hard against that audience and run a lot of impressions because we know that they are great buyers. We can run very specific ads targeting these repeat purchases. Hey, it's time to buy your next one. Optimize to maximize conversions for. But think about it. We don't need to just target purchases of our client's product. 
we could target anyone who's been onto the site 60 days ago. Because if somebody went on somebody else's site, so let's say someone is looking for dog food, they come onto our site, but they decide not to buy from our client, they decide to go somewhere else and buy from someone else instead. Well, 45 or 60 days later, they still might be in the market for their next bag of dog or cat food. So if we can get our ads out in front of them at that point, we've got a chance of stealing that customer from the competitors because they might not have been ready to reorder yet, but they're seeing the remarketing ad triggers them. And, oh yeah, I need to buy. Click and then the purchase. So you can see how follow-up remarketing makes a lot of sense. Another client that we use this tactic for is one of the UK's largest health and safety accreditations. Now they have two levels of membership, basic and premium. One of the things that we do is we run remarketing ads to the basic members, encouraging them to upgrade to premium. This generates a 6x return on ad spend, so pretty awesome. But we also run ads to their members when it's time to renew their annual membership. And this generates 5x directly whilst also contributing significantly to increase sales through other channels. So far this year, as a byproduct of these strategies, their members have seen their ads almost 10 million times. And remember, every single one of those 10 million impressions has been at no cost at all. Because with remarketing and retargeting, you only pay when someone sees the click. This is why remarketing is so powerful. The people that click already know you. This absorption, this kind of constant pummeling of brand. Remember, familiarity is one of the most powerful forces of marketing. And you're getting this at no charge with remarketing. You only pay once that familiarity turns into intent and someone's ready to click and potentially purchase. Another client that we use this repeat purchase remarketing tactic for is Juki, makers of the awesome kids music play. If you haven't checked it out, go on juki.rocks. Now we started working with them to help them blow up the first generation player that they released. Then when it was time to launch the second generation player, we run remarketing ads to their existing customers and website visitors to promote it. Well, good news is that the Juki second generation pre-orders are completely sold out. You cannot find it anywhere. So obviously something's going right. Now, before I give you the fifth and final remarketing tactic, I just wanted to say that if you enjoyed this episode, please do consider subscribing and also leave us a review on your podcast platform, take a screenshot and then post it on any social channel tagging Exposure Ninja. Every month we do a prize draw to see who's going to win and we'll be in contact through the DMs to let you know. The fifth and final remarketing tactic we're going to look at today is called sales cycle nudges. Now, this tactic works well for businesses that have a long sales cycle. We've run this exact strategy for Exposure Ninja, so let me just talk you through how it works. You may or may not know, but we have this thing called the free website and marketing review. Basically, people go onto our site, they tell us a bit about their business, their marketing goals. We then record a 15-minute video showing them how to generate more leads and sales through their website is completely free. It's totally awesome. It also happens to be the first stage in our sales process. And we know that people on average take about a month and a half from getting their free review to becoming a client of ours. So what we do during that time and what we've done at various points over the years is run a remarketing campaign alongside this sales process. So when someone hits a particular page on our site, which means they've requested the review, that would start them through a process of going through a remarketing campaign. So as they're moving through the sales process and talking to the consultancy team about becoming a client of Exposure Ninja, 
they'll be seeing remarketing ads with case study videos. They'll be seeing uh, testimonials from our clients saying how amazing we are. They'll see all this information about Exposure Ninja. So they're seeing these ads as they're talking to our team about becoming a client. So the goal is that we're trying to kind of nudge them along this sales process and keep them warm, reminding them why Exposure Ninja is so awesome, as if they'd need reminding. Now, these ads don't have a conversion goal. This isn't click to become a client. There's no necessary action that they need to take. We're not looking for these people to do anything as a result of these ads. We just want them to see the ads and absorb the information, which means we can get a lot of impressions on them as well. So those are the five ninja remarketing tactics we've looked at. We looked at the brand awareness bomb. This is just the kind of carpet bombing approach where we're just targeting everyone who's been on your site with the same brand awareness ads. We then looked at targeting non-converters, so people who've been on your site but haven't converted. We then looked at the elegantly named as step two in a content targeted ad campaign where we're driving traffic to a content piece and then retargeting people with a more commercial intent set of ads in order to get them to purchase. Then we looked at targeting repeat purchases. And then finally, we've looked at sales cycle nudges, how we can nudge people along a longer sales cycle. I hope you've learned something today that you can use in your own digital marketing. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget, as I said earlier, like us, subscribe us, and please do leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you're using. I also mentioned the Exposure Ninja website and marketing review, and this is a fantastic tool to get you more sales through your website. All you need to do is go to ExposureNinja.com, click the big button to request your free website and marketing review. We'll ask you a few questions about your business and your marketing goals, and then that information will go to one of our consultancy team. Our consultancy team will research your business through your website and your competitor's sites. They'll have a look at the digital marketing that you're doing currently, and they will map out a prioritized plan over the next six to 12 months that you can follow either by yourself with your current agency or if you're interested in working with us over the next six to 12 months to get the sales that you've told us that you really want. We'll send this plan over in a video to your email address. There's no obligation to use our service. This isn't some kind of closing thing where we're going to be bombarding you with cold calls or anything like that. If we think When you watch the video, it might be a good fit. Fantastic. We'd love to discuss that with you. If not, we really hope it's useful. You can also check out Exposure Ninja on YouTube as well. But until next time, see you soon.